श्रवनम डायरीज पॉडकास्ट हरे कृष्णा जय वीर कंटिन्यूइंग टू रीड भागवत गीता एज इट इज द बुक बाय हिज डिवाइन ग्रेस अभय चरणारविंदा भक्ति वेदांता स्वामी प्रभुपादा चैप्टर 7 नॉलेज ऑफ द एब्सोल्यूट टेक्स्ट 6 उपधरया that i am both the origin and the dissolution purport everything that exists is a product of matter and spirit spirit is the basic field of creation and matter is created by spirit spirit is not created at a certain stage of material development rather this material world is manifested only on the basis of spiritual energy this material body is developed because spirit is present within matter a child grows gradually to boyhood and then to manhood because that superior energy spirit soul is present Similarly the entire cosmic manifestation of the gigantic universe is developed because of the presence of the super soul Vishnu Therefore spirit and matter which combine to manifest this gigantic universal form are originally two energies of the Lord and consequently the lord is the original cause of everything a fragmental part and parcel of the lord namely the living entity may be the cause of a big skyscraper a big factory or even a big city but he cannot be the cause of a big universe the cause of the big universe is the big soul or the super soul and krishna the supreme is the cause of both the big and small souls therefore he is the original cause of all causes this is confirmed in the katha upanishad 2.2.13 nitya nityanam chetanash chetananam mm-hmm. i really like how Prophet says that uh, part and parcel of the Lord, meaning the living entity, may be the cause of skyscraper or a city or a factory. Meaning, you can be the cause of something. If we say that Krishna is the cause of all causes, it doesn't mean that you do something and oh, it, it's Krishna. He's the cause of all causes. <laughs> no, you were the cause. You did this, but you're not the cause of all causes. Yeah, text seven. मत्ताह 
O conqueror of wealth, there is no truth superior to me. Everything rests upon me as pearls are strung on a thread. Purport. There is a common controversy over whether the supreme absolute truth is personal or impersonal. As far as Bhagavad Gita is concerned, the absolute truth is the personality of Godhead, Shri Krishna. And this is confirmed in every step. In this verse, in particular, it is stressed that the absolute truth is a person, that the personality of Godhead is the supreme absolute truth, is also the affirmation of the Brahma Samhita. Ishvara Paramahkrishna Satchit Ananda Vigraha. That is, the Supreme Absolute Truth Personality of Godhead is Lord Krishna, who is the primeval Lord, the reservoir of all pleasure, Govinda, and the eternal form of complete bliss and knowledge. These authorities leave no doubt that the Absolute Truth is the Supreme Person, the cause of all causes. The Impersonalist, however, argues on the strength of the Vedic version given in the Shvetashvatara Upanishad 3.10. Tatoyad uttara taram tadarupam anamayam Ya etad vidur amritas te bhavanti adhyaitare dukhameva priyanti. Quote In the material world, Brahma, the primeval living entity within the universe, is understood to be supreme among the demigods, human beings, and lower animals. But beyond Brahma, there is the transcendence, who has no material form and is free from all material contaminations. Anyone who can know him also becomes transcendental, but those who do not know him suffer the miseries of the material world." Unquote. The impersonalist puts more stress on the word arupam, but this arupam is not impersonal. It indicates the transcendental form of eternity, bliss and knowledge, as described in the Brahma Samhita quoted above. Other verses in the Shvetashvatara Upanishad 3.8-9 substantiate this as follows. Vidaham etam purusham mahantam aditavarnam tamasa parastat tamiva viditvatim ritumeti nanyah pantavityatayanaya yasmat param na param astikinchit yasman naniyo no ja yostikinchit 
Riksha eva stabdho divitishthatye kasteneidam purnam purushina sarvam. Quote, I know that Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is transcendental to all material conceptions of darkness. Maybe it should be like, I know that Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is transcendental to all material conceptions of darkness. Only he who knows him can transcend the bonds of birth and death. There is no way for liberation other than this knowledge of that Supreme Person. Hmm. There is no truth superior to that Supreme Person because he is the supermost. He is smaller than the smallest. He is greater than the greatest. He is situated as a silent tree and he illuminates the transcendental sky. And as a tree spreads its roots, he spreads his extensive energies. Hmm. Unquote. From these verses, one concludes that the supreme absolute truth is the supreme personality of Godhead, who is all-pervading by his multi-energies, both material and spiritual. Okay. He is situated as a silent tree. He illuminates the transcendental sky and as a tree spreads its roots, he spreads his extensive energies. It's a beautiful verse. Hmm. See, this one, this verse uh, is from Shvetashvatara Upanishad and it confirms that the Supreme Lord is a person. It's 3.8 to 9. And then the next verse, which the impersonalists quote, is 3.10, where it says that that they use this verse to prove that there is no form. Hmm. Interesting, right? They take it out of context, even though like just previous two verses describe that there is a supreme person. Yeah. So we should we should remember which arguments can um, defeat such nonsensical statements that people give. I remember one time I was in Vrindavan. It was 2000... Uh, I think it was 16. Yeah, 2016. And I was visiting my Ayurvedic doctor, taking some medicines. And uh, and this uh, doctor, he's a very great devotee. He's a wonderful devotee. Uh, Shamasaki Kaviraj and uh, he had a friend or some visitor and uh, something something he started telling me straight up front he's like some i just clearly remember he started saying that i am god you are god everyone is god and you know like and i just remember i was just like dumbfounded i was just like like i didn't say anything i mean of course it has um it played out that he's very senior to me, very elder, and he was speaking so animatedly, and I was like, like, I didn't, I was not in my mood of, 
you know, <laughs> arguments and defeat and fighting. And just maybe, maybe right now I would have said something, um, like not like arguing back, but like in a nice way, you know, to just like, um, you know, to basically not support him by silent awkwardness. But uh, yeah, so many times we, uh, we we read these things and we're thinking that, you know, why I, I know already that Krishna is a person, I don't need this. But you know, like most of the people like in this world, they don't really know this. And there are, there is a class of people in this world who are very, very adamantly and strongly uh, try to prove otherwise. So I believe that, like for myself, I, I really try to, especially now this time that I'm reading, I'm trying to make notes of such um, such verses that would be helpful in, uh, you know, defending uh, the Lord as the Supreme Person. Yeah. Jai. Tomorrow we shall start with Krishna saying that he is the taste of water, the light of the sun. I really love this chapter, seventh chapter. You know how Krishna is like explaining how to see him everywhere and uh, yeah. Okay, so tomorrow we shall start that. Thank you so much for tuning in today. The book links, previous episodes, timeline and biography of the author can be found on shravanamdiaries.com. The link is in the description and we shall see you tomorrow. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare.